0: Folks, welcome to a brand new episode of Train Wreck Tonight, 271, sponsored by New York's only Outlet Liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Big, big show for you tonight, folks. We've got special guest Joe Miller joining us, host of the Overreaction Podcast. He'll be on with us very shortly. We're going to be talking Bills, the Von Miller injury, recapping NFL Sunday and Thanksgiving weekend, and OBJ drunk on a plane here we
1: go you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't.
0: How are we doing?
2: Good. How are you? <laughs> Did we lose maniac? I don't know, but I was just like, uh-oh. <laughs> Dead You're air, bot- dead air. There's
0: always there's always something. We're going we're in Q four of two thousand twenty two and there's still technical issues. I don't exactly. understand what's going on. Exactly. But Joe, how was uh, how was your Thanksgiving weekend? Fantastic. Lots of good food. Lots of good
2: uh, family time. Lots of good alcohol. Like yeah, the whole thing was great. So lots to be thankful for. So uh, super blessed. Super blessed. Yeah. About yourself.
0: Good. Everything went really well. Now, Joe, I gotta ask you: Are you like a traditional Thanksgiving guy? You like the like the turkey? stuffing mashed potatoes are you okay with doing something untraditional
2: no 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 well that's a loaded question so i am a traditional thanksgiving guy and i am a firm believer that if you don't like turkey you're doing it wrong unless you're allergic to it which means there's ways to cook turkey on thanksgiving where it's unbelievably amazing which we have figured out and mastered as a family whether it's deep frying or air frying or just figuring out different ways to do it um however i grew up in a uh Irish Italian family so on Thanksgiving and Christmas we would have turkey and lasagna
0: <laughs> There we go okay. So
2: but uh, but yeah for all intents and purposes I'm a I'm a traditional traditional uh Thanksgiving f- guy so yeah
0: So yeah maybe it's okay you know what? and that's that's maybe it's my family we just we don't know how to cook a turkey then and make it done <laughs> properly but or maybe it's throughout you know elementary school middle school high school college at a turkey sandwich every day for lunch and I you know i don't know maybe i can't stand having you get you get
2: a good you get a good turkey and you 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 brine it and then you put a cajun rub on it and you deep fry that sucker and when it comes out you won't be able to stop eating. we actually make two or like two extra turkeys to have turkey leftovers like like i've been eating turkey sandwiches for the last (laughs) week and like it's still it's not dry it's still juicy it's still tender. like yeah it's unbelievable so yeah you just gotta know you gotta do it right so there you go
0: yeah there you go now how were you uh how are you feeling after that uh, bills went on Thanksgiving? I know it's been what, you know, four or five days now, but how are you feeling?
2: I feel like we escaped. Right. So, I mean, I definitely yep. feel like we, and, and what's funny is you hear the Bills chirp all the time that like one game at a time and no game is more important than the other one. And when you watch Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs hug and embrace and I think Josh, I don't I don't know what his lips, what he what he mouthed, but it looked like, oh, my God, or thank you, God, or something to that effect. You you begin to realize that uh, every game is not the same.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, Joe, the. Let's just say at my father's house, it was a roller coaster. Yeah, it was not of great. emotions, especially with the rumors at halftime. Was it with yeah. uh, Von, Von Miller saying torn ACL?
2: Yeah, I I couldn't get behind that because the way that his knee bent, it would have looked more like an MCL because it was the inside, right? Um, And his knee didn't really it, it didn't look great. But as soon as it, it happened, I was like, that looks like an sprain or an, a meniscus, which I just went through. Yeah. I just had a meniscus surgery, so. But we'll see what is going to happen as far as that goes. But yes, it was a roller coaster ride, and I think I, I think I did my whole entire show on uh, Sunday after the game. That was basically I'm stuck between. I get it, right? Like you haven't practiced. The weather, people were sick. Like yeah. got down some, like I'm stuck between. I get it, and what is
0: going on with this I football know. team? Like I know. And, <laughs> and maniac, I, real quick, I got right? to. Am I here?
3: Am you I are. here yes, right now? You're here.
1: You're what is here. even
3: going on in Patriots <laughs> Week? My entire tech is getting scrambled. I got four backup workstations. I am not being denied against Bill Belichick. I am taking <laughs> down the Patriots.
2: Well, no. you know, you know what he does. He takes away the one thing that you do well. So Bill Belichick has removed your all of your computer systems. I hate you, more than that.
0: <laughs> so maniac, I got to bring this up because I know you go after Geary all the time on on social media. The one thing last year. Was I remember so many people went after him when when Trey went when Trey White went out on Thanksgiving, he said, season's over. Mm. Like, it's done. Bye bye. So he kind of he didn't double down on it, but he kind of backtracked and said something like, you know, Von Miller, though, on the other hand, that's a different story. Mm. right, Joe, like that's a different like if Von Miller torn ACL, that's that's just gut wrenching for the whole city. Not yeah. just the team, and the, I mean that, that's everything. That's a different story. I feel like if Von Miller's out for the year,
2: yeah, it's. A, I mean, he's the guy that you brought in to be the closer. I mean, that's why I, we all remember when we saw. You know, the Buffalo Bills are bringing in and signing you know veteran defensive end Von Miller, and we're all like, what? Like, un, like I didn't even think like, and then it's like. Six years, whatever it was, one hundred and twenty million, and we're all like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> and yep. then he does what he does. He's got eight sacks in the first, whatever it was, eight games or nine games. I mean, yep. He's proven that he still can play. He's proven he's worth every dollar you're paying him. And at the end of the at the end of the day, when we brought him in, the expectation was is we don't care if he gets a sack during the season at all, as long as he sacks Pat Mahomes in the playoffs. If he sacks Pat Mahomes in the playoffs and we win that game. It's oh, worth it every penny we pay
0: him. It's worth all exactly. It's worth all hundred million. But right. if he tears if he tears his ACL, we don't go to the Super Bowl, <laughs> and he's not playing till next Thanksgiving. That's a major problem. That's so a major problem. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Let's hope that he's okay. And you know what I mean. What's your best case scenario for Von? Uh, I mean, when do you want him back?
2: So it's it's clear to me. So when you break down meniscus injuries, and I only know this because, like I said, I just went through it. I had a, meniscus, a medial meniscus tear. I elected to have it cut out. And when you have it cut out and specifically professional athletes, when they have it cut out, that's what it's what Zach Wilson had. They, they basically cut out the tear he was back practicing in two weeks he was back on the field in four professional yep. athletes in the strength in their leg they can get away with cutting it out and being like ready to go as soon as the swelling goes down yep. whereas you and me not as much like for us it's a five six seven week injury yep. when you're talking about a repair that's when it's a long time they go in and i think they drill it down into the knee or they figure i don't know what they do but you can tell by the wording that's being used he's either gonna what well, they've said he's gonna have it repaired either right away season over or he's going to have it repaired at the end of the season so he's electing to have it repaired for one reason or the other maybe they have to maybe he wants to unsure so for me he put out a cryptic Instagram post today right that said two weeks i think really? I, th- I thought i thought i saw somebody post that that he put out a cryptic thing that just said two weeks on it who knows? It could be nothing, um, but for all intents and purposes, he's going to sit out this game. He's going to see if he can play through the pain with a brace on, and if he can, he's going to play. If he can't, he's going to shut it down and get it repaired, and it'll be probably four months,
0: five months. So I see he did post on his Instagram story. It says two weeks. Two weeks. But then his next two posts are Von Miller's Twitch miss, which is December 12th. So oh, that then maybe that's what he wants.
2: I only yeah. saw somebody repost the two weeks and I was like, bah.
0: yeah, well, that's whoever, whoever did that should have clicked the button two more times. I think that's something that he's putting on Twitter. Well, they
2: got me. They got, they got me. Exactly. I was did hopeful. They... I was like, oh yeah, give me two weeks. That'd be great. Amazing.
0: It'd wow, be amazing. Especially having back for uh, Miami. But Joe, <laughs> do, you, do you watch any of the, uh, NFL Sunday yesterday, anything pop out yeah, in those games?
2: All of it. So I'm a big red zone fan. I'm a big fan of Sundays without Bills football, especially when they've got a W in the bank already. Like Sunday is elite when you just get to sit there and watch game after game after game and red yeah. zone and everything else. Like it's it's absolutely amazing. So yes, I watched all pretty much all of it via red zone.
0: There you go. There you go. And what It looks like Miami, they were up 30 to nothing at halftime and it was almost a 10-point game. Yeah. Mentioned two of that, that game was ridiculous. It finished 30 15. Um, that I and mean, then what else was up there? The, the Chiefs, obviously 15 and a half point favorites, they win by 16. Joe, I don't know if you're a gambler at all. Um, uh, it,
2: yes, they uh, I mean, this, it's so it's so I, I've been getting my butt kicked the first six weeks of the season, I was crushing it, and then the last probably six, I've been getting my Proverbial butt handed to me, uh, as far as that goes. I've just been picking all the wrong things and going. Everything I thought was going to happen didn't happen, including last night. I picked everything but Philly in the over, so I picked Green Bay in the over, Green Bay in the under, Philly and Philly in the under, and the one I didn't pick is the one that won. Oh, Um, god! No, I mean, as much as you can't tweet about it, the Chiefs had a hard time yesterday against a backup quarterback in the Rams, Uh, and then the Jets obviously won with you know the return of Mike White, which. That return won't last very long. And then, uh, no. yeah, Miami, you know, if Miami pulls this thing off and gets through this next stretch of games and they come out on top of the AFC East, we as Bills fans are going to have to say congratulations because they earned it.
0: No, this is the three game stretch, I believe, for Miami. It's very, mm-hmm. very difficult. It's at San Fran. Joe, who's the second one? Do you know?
2: I believe they have to play the Bengals. Don't they have to play at the Bengals? At
0: Cincy. Yep. And, and then <laughs> and at Buffalo. At Buffalo's at Buffalo is the third straight road game. Yeah. Yep. So you're right. If they can somehow pull off two out of three of these wins. Yep. And yeah, you got to give them credit. It's it's not the
2: Chargers at home, I think, which is another tough game. I mean, Herbert, I mean, as much as they underperform, Herbert's not a slouch. That's a good football team that just underperforms. So,
0: yep. And and don't want to speak too soon, but like, arguably, I was even seeing some tweets on Twitter today saying, like, this week, this weekend, I mean, is do or die for the one seed for the the Buffalo Bills. Like, this is your last chance, pretty much.
2: Yeah, they got to come out on
0: top. You lose the New England, it's done. You're okay. you're you're not going to be the one seed. But if you win this game, and KC can somehow go down, you mm-hmm. control your own destiny to get that one seed and knock off Miami in a couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, the good news is, is we watched the Bills win eight straight, right to end the season, or seven straight to end the season in 2020. I think they won all but one game in the down the stretch last year. Uh, so they have it in them. They have the capability and the ability to do it. At the end of the day, though, for me, you know, just get in. Just get in the playoffs, which I think they'll do. Get healthy and get right. So get get healthy. Figure out what is wrong with your offense and what. And I and I think John Brown is a big part of that. So John Brown, yeah. I think there's something to be said for the word is familiarity, but familiarity is not the right word. So John, so Josh had a connection with John Brown. Like John Brown is partially responsible for a lot of his development. Cole Beasley, Josh had an incredible connection with Cole Beasley. He's got that connection with Stephon Diggs. He's standing behind center and the wide receivers running, they're they're basically schemed to run choice routes. They look at the defense and they have to decide what they're going to run. And yep. Josh has to be on the same page. Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, John Brown, every single time they were on the same page. And he is not that way with any of the young guys, Khalil Shakir, any of those guys. Yep. And obviously, Gabe has had a, a little bit of trouble. So I think. That's part of that get right piece, right? So get a guy in here that can help you, a guy that's familiar with the offense, a guy that as soon as he lines up on the on the boundary is seeing the field the exact same way Josh is seeing it, Yeah, help him tremendously. So I think if the Bills get in, even if they get in as a wild card, they're a great road team. I think they can make some noise. Clearly, we're probably going back to uh, KC to play a football game, but oh.
0: that's worrying me less and less. So – I know, I know, Joe. I just didn't want to do it again. (laughs) I didn't want to go back there again. You can't
3: go to the same party every year. I mean, come on, world's largest disco is fun, but come on, enough is enough. With that said, um, Joe, you know, you're talking about familiarity from John Brown. Um, Obviously, I'm assuming... This Thursday is clearly off the table.
2: Um, I don't know.
3: You, you, I, you don't know? Okay. Well, so I was going to say, I would expect him no later than next week then by the timing well, of the signing, right? Well,
2: here, here's the problem. So the Buffalo Bills, in, in the most the most amount of hubris I've seen from a football team, from an NFL franchise, went into this season with three boundary receivers, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, and Jake Kumaro. So your your backup boundary receiver is a special teams ace. Like, he's not even a real boundary receiver. When you even look at his numbers, Jake kumaro is not a real boundary receiver. The other guy, the ace in the hole, was Isaiah Hodgins on the practice squad, who, oh, by the way, is now in New York, in the, you know, in obviously New Jersey. So what happens is, is they have to bring up Tanner Gentry, who was on the street four or five weeks ago and just about got Stephon Diggs killed in that game on Thursday. If you remember, they ran that bubble screen to Diggs. Diggs' guy backed out, bailed, and G- Gentry's dude like took off for Stephon Diggs. Well, Gentry was peeking inside when the ball got snapped. By the time he looked up to find his guy, the dude was gone and basically was cutting Stephon Diggs in half. All that to say, this AJ Klein would be my example. So they brought in AJ Klein, whatever it was, the day before or two days before the last game, and then he played. Uh, they signed John Brown on Wednesday, so my expectation would be there's a good chance that dude is. Su- I, th- I think they. I think you take your chance. if John Brown has re- retained sixty percent of this offense, he plays over Tanner Gentry, right?
0: I agree. Agree. And not to mention, I
3: mean, he's going to be the one getting the favorable matchups when he's out of the field. He's going to be the one against that third, that fourth DB. So, right. obviously, when yep. he gets out there, he's going to be being targeted by Josh. You don't see any hesitancy on his part, but... Uh, now I'm running behind schedule because of Bill Belichick and his hijinks. But Joe, talk to me about the 2022 New England Patriots. I mean, I feel like I've watched this team a couple of times. Yeah. I feel like the primetime showings have been some of their worst.
2: Yeah, the Bears. Yeah. I'm not
3: sure, you know, exactly what to expect in this matchup. I was nervous going into the matchup in Foxborough last year, and I think the team delivered in a big way. I think that gives them the moxie going into the matchup this year. But curious, your thoughts on this year's uh, version of the, of the New England Patriots?
2: New England Patriots are the, are the annoying nephew that everybody has, right? That at Christmas you give him a present and he like doesn't like it, or after he opens it, he's like, "You got another one for me?" Like he's just he's just bite, like he's hiding around the thing and trying to tackle you in the living room when you've got a plate of food in your hands. Like they just won't go away. And Belichick, to his credit, as much as, you know, I'm, I'm leaning more towards it was all about Tom for all those years, you have to understand what he does. And he does a very good job of scheming against people. Now, the matchup for us is they like to play man and Josh Allen. Eats man coverage alive. So the question is, is are they going to convert and maybe run some zone? Are they going to man up on one guy and run zone for the rest of the offense? It'll be interesting, but they're a good football team, and you know they're always going to come correct. Um I for me, a big key to this game, believe it or not, is Matthew Judon. And the reason that I say that is because Matthew Judon has not shown up yet in a Bills Patriots game since he became a New England Patriot. If he shows up, it could be a problem. If you remember the last couple of times, he basically was letting Josh, Josh Allen run by him. And then he was like, Oh, he's gone. I'm not even gonna chase him. Like, so Judon could come up to be a big factor in this football game. But Ramondre Stevenson makes me a little bit nervous, right? Their wide receivers don't make me nervous. You know, we'll see what Trey does, how much Trey's gonna play. But um, they're they're always gonna give us fits. We're always gonna be afraid of them, right? We're now six feet, Christ. we're now six feet. We're now six inches taller than them, than our big brother, and we're still afraid he's gonna gut punch us.
3: Okay, so you said it, though. Bill Belichick, the one thing he's great at, scheming against basically, you know, 50% or worse, like the bottom half of the league especially, and mm-hmm. basically two-thirds of quarterbacks. What well, what are you expecting him to do against Josh? He's without his all-pro, you know, DB, who has had been no help in the past anyways. Right, right. Um, He's got basically the same personnel. The team is more strained than ever. Are you thinking it's going to be an aggressive, like, blitzing game plans, drop back and let Josh make mistakes? What are you thinking?
2: it's going to depend on the offensive line. Clearly Mitch Morris practiced today in full. We hear it, We heard, which was good. You know, Deion Dawkins who wa- was on the sideline in uniform at the end of that Lions game and walked off the field smiling. So you've got to think he's going to play. Maybe he doesn't, but dancing
3: it, in a walking boot.
2: Who does that? Come right, on. Right, yeah. Right. And for all intents and purposes, teams have teams have blitzed Josh more this year than I think they have in the last couple of years. Cause he's, traditionally been eating the blitz up so I don't know what necessarily to expect he's going to do everything he can to take Stefan Diggs away and they're going to run a cover two shell which is right now Ben the Bills kryptonite and at the end of the day we're going to find out if Josh is going to be patient enough to you know feather the ball underneath which hopefully he
0: will yep and you can tell maniac with that spread it's uh it's what five and a half
3: yeah, yeah. last year it was yep. three Bill's three or four, and that made me feel a little bit confident going into the – after we played in the, uh, you know, blizzard – how do you call it blizzard? More like a, just a windstorm,
1: windstorm up yeah. here.
3: Uh, but, yeah, I'm feeling confident off that spread for sure. And to be honest, I think I think 2020 was kind of like – it happened in a little weird way, but this could really be the defining, like, Patriots are done. Like, y- you're not going to beat us with Belichick. McDermott and Allen are too much. I'm hoping. So I'm really hoping for that, obviously, and I'm optimistic given that spread. Oh, with that said, Joe, I know we got you for about 90 more seconds. You got a prediction yet for uh, for Thursday night? You're holding it in.
2: Oh, I uh, you gonna so save it
3: for you. Gonna save it for Fina and Tally in two hours.
2: <laughs> no, I uh, look at the puppy. Uh, no, I'm not going to save it for Fina and Tally. I don't even know what to make. You know, there's a there's a deal. What part of the conversation with me, Fina and Tally? tonight is going to be lowering I, I feel like I'm lower lowering my expectations for this football team you know I want the Buffalo Bills to be what the Eagles are I expected the Buffalo Bills to be what the Eagles are just going out and throttling teams right um and for all intents and purposes it just hasn't been happening so for me I you know just ex- expect at this point to not to ha- they're going to score probably in that 29 to 30 point range, but it's going to be ugly doing it. And the question is, yeah. is, can Mac Jones outscore Buffalo? I don't think he can. I think if we get Tremaine back, I think the Bills win this football game probably in that 30 to 17 range is a guess for me.
0: Yeah. And, and not saying anything about the Vikings defense, but it seemed like the Patriots moved the ball decently against Minnesota. Yeah. On that Thursday night football game. It was, a, yeah. it was a great, that was a great game actually. It was, it was a great was game. It. Yeah. Yeah. 33-27. That 27 That was an awesome game to watch.
2: Yep. Why are we looking at my uh one of my uh Twitter pages here, bro? <laughs> He's frozen again.
0: Is he really? <laughs> oh Do you my have control? Hold Can on. you drive? Let me, let me get him out of here. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> 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 Sorry about it. Joe, good thing for you, good thing you caught that. I'm like, wait, why is he still on that page? Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, so let's think here. All right, Joe, last question for you, obviously before you get a bounce here. OBJ, will yeah. he be a bill?
2: So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. You know, after the debacle and everything that happened on the plane, of which there's, you know, obviously conflicting stories that we asked yeah. him to put on a seatbelt. He refused. And yeah. we said, we're going to have to deplane you or everybody. And they ended up deplaning everybody, which means he refused. Um, I don't know what the answer is as far as what teams are going to s- s- feel about that. Um, they Apparently, they did ask teams. <laughs> they did ask the team. Oh, at least Way them from possibly signing him. Where is he going to go, though? Right, if Von Miller is gone for the season, is he going to want to come to Buffalo? Does he really want to go to Dallas? I mean, da- I mean, I don't think he's going to New York.
0: No if, chance. Hey,
2: the question is, does John Brown? I don't think John Brown means that OBJ is c- not coming here. I don't think it's like Agreed. oh find him because that guy's not coming here. Yep. I-, I would take him at this point. You know, Spence and I, Jay Spence King and I, have gotten a lot of flack right recently for saying that the Buffalo Bills sorely miss Cole Beasley. Now, and and people freak out when you say that. And it's like, they don't miss Cole Beasley, the person. They miss Cole Beasley, the player. He just did something for this offense that nobody on this team can do. And OBJ can be that guy that sits in the slot and at the snap finds that soft spot that Josh can just find him for, for three or four yards to keep that offense trucking. And more importantly, get those safeties to come down, at least one of them. And and Josh will get a single high look again. And that's when Josh loses his mind when he sees this, when he has a single high look. Because then it's just free pickings wherever he wants to go.
0: Exactly. And Joe, that was the one thing that one other reason why it was a roller coaster of emotions. I feel like Thursday too, is not only the bond Miller injury, but if he's out for the year, that, your chances of OBJ are done. I mean, right. Like why, why, why? They,
2: they dwindle. If it's a two year deal, he might want to stick around, but yeah, yeah. So. I got to jump. I got to jump though. So,
0: no, do your thing, Joe. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate yeah, it.
2: Yep, yeah, appreciate you guys. And then, yeah, if, if you guys aren't doing anything tonight, eight o'clock live on the Buffalo Rumblings uh, YouTube channel. Me, John Fina, and Daryl Tal- Daryl Tal- should be a good time. Appreciate awesome. you guys. Go, appreciate Bill. It,
0: Joe. Thank you. Tree never stops. Enjoy
3: it. This tree never stops. As far as Joe's concerned, he's getting ready to make that uh, Christmas tree with the fam. But uh, first off, great time with Joe. Basically, I was on two browsers watching it the whole time as you, Steerdale. But my goodness, always a good guy. It's funny, yes. overreaction pod. It's funny because I feel like he's one of the most level-headed, like take artists, like in Bill's uh, content creation.
0: No, he he was fantastic, and I we definitely that's a guy we definitely got to have on again
3: for sure. Seriously, of course, down And again, make sure you check him out, Joe Miller. Wired got get a great show. With John Fina. They'll have uh, Daryl yeah, Talley out. on tonight. Speaking of shows, Sabers are back at it after a uh, disappointing showing against the New Jersey Devils. Uh, speaking of disappointing showing, I'm not even going to get into my internet right now. But, Al, um, are you, where are you on your sabers?
0: So, yeah, no, like you said, big game tonight. What is it, UPL and that again?
3: Yeah, um, UPL is what it's all about now because you've lost the other hope that they're just going to be defined good. Uh, you know there's still some holes elsewhere, but UPL is the one shining star amongst it all that could still be kind of a saving grace for the squad, I'd say, to make the playoffs and, and, and overachieve is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, no, I and mean, like you said, it was a disappointing Black Friday loss, um, but the Devils are 18-4. Devils like, are very. Is- I mean, I watch that team. I go
3: into the Sabers. The Sabers. The Devils are a very good team. They just did not give the Sabers any space, any opportunities. Well, there was no flow whatsoever.
0: I, I still laugh so much at those fire Lindy tweets and videos from New Jersey. Like, what were they thinking? <clears throat> fans what are were you crazy. Thinking that talk about the overreaction podcast or overreaction Monday for Bills fans. That's awful. Like that's like saying fire McDermott in week two.
3: Well, never forget 2018 Week Two. He was like a favorite after those two bad weeks. Uh, you're right. You're right. Public, public is ridiculous when it comes to firing coaches. How about co- fire Ryan Day, 45 and five at
0: OSU? Oh my gosh. Hey, hey. But maniac, when you when the when you don't game, beat a rival, nothing else matters. That's what I'm saying. You, you could go 11 and one every year, and if you lose to Michigan to lose your season and potentially get knocked out of the top four, oh my gosh. There you know, she is. There she is. It's that time. It's that time. But It is that time. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, very disappointing out of Ohio State, right? I mean,
3: how? Oh, would... my God. Not not even disappointing. It's just like, like, did they take, you know, sleeping pills at halftime? I mean, my goodness, because let me tell you, I don't know how closely you're watching that game. I thought Michigan was hanging on for dear life at that point. They basically had two big offensive plays. Yep. OSU was moving up and down the field at will every single drive. And then they come out, and it's just the most lackluster performance I've ever seen, and just letting Michigan on offense basically do whatever they want.
0: I mean, maniac. Touchdowns of 84, 75, 75, 42. I've never seen anything like that, honestly. And like You, saw, big... you
3: saw the running back after the game, right? No. The, the reporter was like, uh, can you talk to us about the long touchdown run where the offensive line just cleared the hole, and it was, you know, to the house? And he goes, which one? i
0: know dude i think there were five scores oh it was unbelievable
3: i will say it it was like a classic college football game because there were so many runs where they just like lost yards or gained nothing they were not gaining five yards on runs michigan was literally getting stuffed or they were gaining like 80 yards after the second quarter but yeah crazy rivalry week action unfortunately uh didn't work out for our friends at ub um they uh, fell to Kent State in overtime over time, and Ohio yep. won earlier in the week, thus eliminating them uh, from puten- uh, postseason MAC play. Yep, yep. With that said, um, you know, it's very interesting. The situation was a disaster last year when Coach Mo took over. Um, I think there some fans would still point to decision-making this year and obviously, you know, a game this past week where you're up in the fourth quarter and allowed them to come back. Uh, you know, pretty upset about that, understandably. Uh, with that said, I mean you have to look at the program as a whole. I think it grew this year and going into next year. I mean, if you remember Leipold's second year as a uh, as Bulls coach, it wasn't amazing. There were some big flops uh, going around there. So, be very interesting to see uh, if they can finish out strong this week, get Bull eligibility, and uh, see where they go from there.
0: And maniac, talk about fans overreacting and talking about firing. I mean, people are talking about fire Allnut, fire <laughs> fire Coach Mo, fire Weitzel. I mean, th- there are people out there. Uh, diehard UB fans that want everyone yeah. gone a clean slate, but
3: I th- this is what I would say. I think the frustrations are warranted, no doubt about it. I would ask those diehard UB fans, like, who are you picking up off the street to do any better? I know that it's very easy for people to point, like, you know, in 2019 they should have gone Hodgson. Well, guess what? It's November 2022, so that, so the talk of that is over. Like like that, the fact that you're going to play, like, you have to settle with what you got now. And right now, I think from what we've talked to about the with the basketball program, there's just so many new pieces. I mean, I get it. Like, I think that you cannot replicate. I mean, one of the great things about the UB football team into those late 2010 seasons was, I think the offensive line had been together, like, all three or four years, Tyree's season. You saw that because they were a dominant unit. And you can see that with the Jarrett Patterson rushing yards. Those teams right now don't have that continuity. So... You know, you can be frustrated about it, but give these teams a chance to get some of that continuity, see what they do then, and then be, you know, frustrated or upset. Or call for people's heads, I guess, as as UB fan is known yeah. to do. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, going to uh, Foxborough Thursday with Slick Al and Leah. Uh, so super excited about that. Going to get in around 7 a.m. So my plan is I'm going to grab a quick snooze once I get in. So Early quick. morning flight, quick snooze, and then <laughs> wake up late morning and go.
0: You could, you could you could sleep till four or five hours, right? I mean, the oh no, well, I want to be
3: I want to be hitting the Foxborough bars and every. I, I mean, I these people need to know that the Patriots dynasty is over. It's dead, oh, and, right and they that. need to know. So we need to get out that. there. We need to get some facts in their faces, and we need to let them know for sure.
0: And ho- and what? Hopefully, myself and Captain at at uh, Rec Room.
3: We got you, Captain, and Intern Vinny at Rec Room locked is in. Captain confirmed. Uh, captain is a. You want to know what was possibly. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we'll see that. But yeah, obviously, I mean, I don't have to tell you, rec room, primetime, divisional opponent, the recipe is is, is all it takes. Uh, it's going to be yeah. absolutely rocking yep. at rec room uh, on uh, this Thursday. So get there if you're not, obviously, but stay tuned for our Foxborough coverage. Brought to you by Picasso's Pizza. So obviously, you know, this episode of Train Tonight is brought to you by Outlet Liquor. Picasso's does a lot of our bill stuff, so they're nice enough to send us uh, to Foxborough. So super fired up about that. Uh, one last thing before we get the shout-outs and everything. Did you talk about this with Joe? Uh, I didn't think so, but I, but I know I missed, like, about two minutes or so.
0: No, we did not talk about that. I saw that tweet today. So this just gets Caesars. a lot
3: more attention because it's Caesars. Like, this has already kind of happened in some spots already.
0: Yeah, I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, DraftKings says it, too.
3: I'm fine with it. It's it's last year all over again. Um, But I do think that this gauntlet... Uh, of games for Kansas City um, will definitely get them a loss. I think if the Bills win out, like I said a couple of weeks ago, um, I I do think they will get the one. So the the one's
0: there for the taking. But like Maniac, there's no more really gauntlet anymore. They've gone through the first two. When we talked about this gauntlet two months ago, the Rams are somewhat (laughs) still okay. They suck. They beat him with a third string quarterback. So By the way, the
3: Rams like low key were like in that game, like into the third
0: quarter. Like it was so
3: frustrating.
0: And too, just like they 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 just got past Tennessee, which was heartbreaking, um, especially after the Bills took that L. But yeah, I mean if you're a Bills fan. I agree. You,
3: the the well but but with that said, I think you got the Bengals this week on the road. That's it. That's
0: it. <laughs> that's it.
3: And all I know is you got two opportunities for Russell Wilson to redeem himself, because this guy oh, is just at the bottom God. of the bottom right now. How bad is that team? Imagine oh, they, being a Broncos fan. You think you're you think you're reloaded with Russell Wilson? We're going back to the playoffs. Like, are you serious?
0: Let's ride. Uh, but, dude, I mean, I think DraftKings, Caesars, whatever, they are right putting the Chiefs in Super Bowl favorites. How can you not?
3: Oh, I, at this point, yes. But it, but it has been interesting how this whole time they've kind of been stubborn about it and haven't done it yet, even though they've shown all the signs.
0: Yep. I mean, with the way the Bills have played the past four weeks, the injuries now—Von Miller, Chiefs still winning in this in, in the so-called gauntlet. Yeah, it's shitty. I mean, this this is the weekend. This is the weekend that could turn the tides for the Bills and put a ton of pressure on Miami and Kansas City going into this weekend. Is getting a dub Thursday night. You got a prediction tonight? By the way, this it's a shit game. I mean, uh, no, a, a shit
3: game. Bo- Zach Bogosian revenge game. I you were Lightning about... in Key Bank Center.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about Colts. Well, of course you thought I was talking about the Monday Night Football game. I mean, yeah, really... I will, I will not be tuned into that whatsoever. You're um, not going to be uh, locked in. Look at that. Look at look at UPL with the uh, the goalie pad set. Oh, actually, dude, dude the odds have the odds have gone down a lot. It was Lightning minus like 175 earlier today. They're down. They're down to minus 145. Um, oh my a... God,
3: that's actually unbelievable.
0: Yeah, with a total of six and a half. So. Um, yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay doesn't want to be here tonight. Sabres money line. Sabres reverse puck line. Sabres RPL? Are you serious? Minus one and a half? Why not?
3: Yeah. What is that? Plus
0: 350? It is... Did Slick for-
3: L tell you he's looking at that big hat buddy, <gasps> to, to get a big train wreck sports hat made?
0: Really? Yeah. Did, did yeah. you
3: saw the big hats with the guys with the big hats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so he asked for the logo today for his school project. Yep. But, I think it, but I think he was actually looking for it for the big hat.
0: The Sabres minus one and a half plus 280. Okay, so I mean
3: that alone tells you everything. I mean they're not giving that away.
0: No, no. Love it. I do, I love it.
3: All right, well hey, well, speaking uh yes, yeah, so we got great stuff. Hey folks, make sure you tune along. Trainwreck tonight, 271 AL, just 29 episodes away from... Perfect game from birds 300. Make sure you're following along on all platforms, folks.
0: Apple, Spotify, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube,
3: SoundCloud. We got it all. Uh, Al, who, who's your dream guest for Trainwreck Tonight 300?
0: Dream guest for three. John
3: Warao and Mike Lafredo.
0: For, those are your two? That
3: would be, oh my God, can you imagine? Get him strapped in, just don't let them log off.
0: I got to think about that. Wow. I mean, 300's got to be, like, a bunch of people, right? I mean, it's, it can't just be two. I mean, get everyone back who's been on. Even, like, the OG days, you know. TT200
3: was a, was a friggin' movie. We were rolling 10 deep.
0: Yep. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i just thinking back in the, like, the, just the early episodes, 30, like, Trainwreck Trill, um, Paul Pack, Lakata, Beauvais, like, those are the OGs that were on with us in the beginning, so definitely got to have all of them, but I got to think about that. 300's got to be special. There's got to be a good one respect for that. To one, for
3: the sure. Respect to the OGs. Respect to you for following along uh, with us. We have all kinds of awesome stuff. Make sure you stay tuned for Thursday. Oh, by the way, my Sabres prediction—I got them four to two over the Lightning. We're gonna go. We're gonna take that Sabres puck line. There it is. Uh, UPL getting it done. I like the. I like the spread. Um, yeah, make sure you follow along Foxborough this Thursday we'll have all kinds of action as we roll into the holiday season. Uh, SantaCon this weekend, Dale. What we'll to see?
0: Wow. downtown Buffalo. Yeah. Wow. It's whatsoever. back,
3: it's back, folks.
0: Okay, are we doing shoutouts or no? Oh yeah, get it, get him. I gotta give a shout out to the Cheektowaga police officer that gave me my first parking ticket in five and a half years.
3: Tell the people how did it happen? Did you did you deserve it?
0: Yes, I did. I deserved it. Um, he got me at two forty one in the morning. So obviously I'm sleeping by then, uh, completely forgot just my car was in the street. Wasn't thinking because yeah, when they're so on the ground, they're going to get you. And folks, it was, I was one of 600 people, 600, one of 600 to get a ticket, a parking ticket that weekend in Chica, Vegas. And Timmy wasn't one of them.
3: Yeah, that's brutal. Um, Speaking of personal matters, I guess I'll share this because we do uh, a lot of great work with UB. Um, fortunate enough to be given a 2021-2022 championship ring. Are you kidding?
0: Wow, that's beautiful.
3: That's all. That it's really cool. It is amazing. Yeah, and I will say the biggest thing about it is not like oh that I got. It's just like when you watch an NCAA program work for nine months to get a championship i mean my goodness it's a grind
0: yeah oh no it is so very so very cool, thankful
3: for them and very thankful for all the awesome people over at ub athletics and thankful for you for sticking along we've got a great week ahead. we've got a great month ahead as we roll through the end of november here stay tuned grab on let's get ready for a good
0: night right now <laughs>